probably wouldn't hurt for us to think a minute about what's going on here in this part of Joshua. The first half of Joshua, what did they do with the land? Conquered. They conquered. Last half of Joshua, what are they doing with the land? Dividing it. Dividing it. Among the tribes. tribes. And uh, so, um, there were certain tribes that had some priority claim on the land. What tribes have already received their territory by the time we come to chapter 18? And where was theirs? On the other side of the trip. But they only right. got their territory because they requested it not to be in the land. That is correct. They asked to have the territory they had conquered on the east side of the Jordan. And so they had their two and a half tribes. What other tribes had already gotten their territory? That were kind of priority tribes. Who were the two most important tribes? Judah and well, I'm not thinking about Levi. Yeah, Judah, Levi, and who's the other major tribe? Ephraim. Now, you know, Ephraim is the most. It's a very important tribe in part because they were just. They were. He was a son of Joseph. He was the oldest son of Joseph, right? No, who was? Manasseh. Manasseh. So why did Ephraim, why was he more important than Manasseh? Because he crossed his hands. Yeah, remember when Jacob crossed his hands when he blessed them and said that the younger would be more prominent. So Ephraim was the more prominent tribe of the Joseph pair. Judah, of course, was prominent because the blessing passes through him. And he also gave the territory to the other half of Manasseh on the west side of the Jordan. So if you think about all that, how many tribes are left to divide up the remaining land among? Six? No. Close. you got three, and Judah and Ephraim. So that would be... Seven. Seven, yes. That's right, because you have really three on both sides, but that's because you've got Manasseh on both sides. So you've really just got five tribes. So what they do in chapter 18 is... Backing up to Judah being a main one, wasn't there something with, like, I don't know where I heard this, Reuben wasn't, you know, he's the oldest, he put Joseph, didn't get Joseph out of the pit. Is that, do you know what I'm talking about? So there was a reason with Reuben, Simeon, and Levi, and that's why I went down to Judah? Or did I totally dream that? You dreamed part of it, and you got part of it right. Why wasn't Reuben, the firstborn, able to be the firstborn? He had slept with his father's concubine. That's correct. He slept with Bilhah, I believe it was. When was uh, that? That was, Jer- that was Genesis thirty-five twenty-two, And... <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, and that's what, when Jacob gave the blessing to all the sons, that's what he said, so the firstborn got excluded because of that event, 35-22, he lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine. That may have been an effort on Reuben's part to get, to kind of horn in on taking over the family because the harem belongs to the successor. 
So there may, this may not have just been a totally sensual thing. It may have even been kind of a trying to prematurely exercise the dominion over the family by taking over one of the father's wives. And there was something with Simeon, too. Simeon, Simeon and Levi, Simeon. what was it with those two? Was that the Tamar? They went and, like, annihilated. They murdered. Because Shiloh? of... Not Shiloh. Shechem. Shechem, because of... Dinah. Dinah. The prince of them. Yeah, the prince of the Shechemites. <laughs> yeah. And you remember, they wanted to intermarry, and... Uh, <laughs> They were told that the condition for intermarrying was to do what? <coughs> to circumcise themselves. And so, oh, and remember, they, they did, and they took they... advantage of that yeah. to kill them in their pain. And when was that? That was, well, I don't know about when, but it was Genesis 34. That's when it was. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why Simeon down. and Levi, and Simeon and Levi, the curse on them was that they would be scattered. And we'll see that. Simeon was inside... Yeah, we'll see that in a minute. With Levi, remember, they received cities, 48 cities cities throughout the other tribes. When did Simeon go up with everybody else? Because by the time that we split into Judah and Israel, Simeon wasn't still with Judah, I didn't think. Good point. We'll talk about that in a few minutes when we come to Simeon's inheritance. Very good point, and we will come to that. Uh, We all did pretty good with that. It's good to have flexible young minds and to study a lot. You pick up on a lot of details. Young. As old people kind of uh, slow down and we can't always remember all those things. But the more you get at that, the more things make sense. You know, that's the thing. We're talking about stuff from Genesis here in Joshua. But knowing that stuff from Genesis now fits things together that you'd still understand Joshua but it, it, you have an even deeper understanding when you get all the stuff kind of put together. And I find that. I've been working a lot on the law. I've been working a lot on Numbers and Leviticus and starting to work more on Deuteronomy. And that, man, it's amazing. The more fresh that is in my mind, the more I see connections that I hadn't seen before because I don't know those books as well, especially Numbers, I didn't know that well. And so it's been really eye-opening, man. I've just been like, wow, 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 you know, this is cool. And then it's like, people ask me questions, I know the answer. And otherwise I'm like, you know, I think I remember there might be something about this somewhere, I'm not sure. Uh, so it's cool. <laughs> Alright, so what they do in chapter 18, the seven tribes that haven't yet got their inheritance, he says that each of them is to supply three men, and they're supposed to divide up the territory. And then they are going to buy lot choose which tribe gets which territory. So they're, they're taking the remaining land, dividing it in seven pieces, and then they'll, they'll draw straws, so to speak, to find out which tribe gets which piece. Now, do you see the genius in that? Because if, you know, three men from each tribe are responsible for making the divisions of the land, then nobody can get you know, upset uh, that they didn't get a fair share of the land because they divided it. It's kind of like, you know what you do when you got two kids and they're fighting over, uh, you know, uh, they both want, uh, you know, the remaining big slice of pie, and so you're going to split it between them? One of them splits it, the other one. One of them divides it, the other one chooses. See? You can't, oh, if they got the bigger piece, well, you divided it. Why didn't you divide it even then? See, isn't that a good way? So they divided it. Nobody can say, oh, well, we didn't get a fair share because 
they all work together on dividing it up. So I thought that was pretty brilliant that God came up with doing it that way. And then, of course, casting lots is going to mean God's overseeing who actually gets what territory, and God will do it the way he wants to. So that's kind of catching us up. Do you have questions or comments? All right, so we said we were ready for 1811. This is Benjamin. We are not actually going to read all of this, uh, but I'll, I'll give you the idea. In verse 11, now the lot of the tribe of the sons of Benjamin came up according to their families, and the territory of their lot lay between the sons of Judah and the sons of Joseph. So it lay between Judah and Joseph, but there wasn't a tribe of Joseph, was there? What was the tribe of Joseph? Ephraim and Manasseh. Manasseh. That's exactly where Benjamin's lot was. (coughs) They were in the land in between Judah and and Ephraim and Manasseh. If you've ever looked at a map of the 12 tribes, that's exactly where Benjamin was. North of Judah, south of Ephraim. Okay, so that's where they got, and he describes it. Verse 12, the border on the north side, and then he he takes the border on the south side, well, actually the west side in verse 14, south side in verse 15, uh, and so forth. He just describes the whole land. Now, I don't think we need to do that, because we don't know a lot of those places. <coughs> but but they've got it all lined out as to exactly what the borders of Benjamin are. And then starting in verse 21, you have the cities that Benjamin received. Um, really, Benjamin probably got more space than the other tribes. Benjamin ended up being a very important tribe. It mentions more cities here than it does with most of the other tribes. And it's interesting that among the cities that were in the tribe of Benjamin, look at, uh, look at verse 28. What's the most important city in verse 28 that they got? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And look at verse 22. What else did they get? Does that does that ring any bells? If they had both Jerusalem and Bethel in their territory, do you see how that fits into something later on in the story? Way later on? When the kingdom divided... The worship centers. The worship center of Judah was in... Judah. Jerusalem. The worship center... Dan and Bethel. Dan and Bethel. So Benjamin had the worship centers of both northern and southern kingdom at least in their original boundaries. Perhaps Benjamin didn't include Bethel by the time of the division, but it was very close to their territory at least. So this is actually the third biggest list of cities after Judah and Levi's cities. And so Benjamin was a very important tribe. Now, we can look at the division in of these seven tribes this way. Benjamin was from which woman, which mother? Rachel. Now we're going to see as we go through the others which mothers they're from, and we'll see kind of a pattern. So, that is chapter 18. Do you have a question or comment about chapter 18? Why would he list all this stuff? What's the point of us knowing all this? Well, I mean, it just shows you the division of the land among the tribes. The land was really important to them. You know, the inheritance, this was the, the promised land, and so you see what each tribe is allotted by God, and even, I mean, they're then divided among the families by God. 
So that's just really important to the Jews. You know, it would be to us. I mean, does it matter where you, you know, if you buy some property, does it matter where it's at? Well, yeah. I mean, some property you'd want, some property you wouldn't. What do we do, Caleb, uh, if we buy property? What's one of the things that has to happen? Uh, you have to have, like, a surveyor come out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The surveyor is able to take the land description and show you where your property is. It may not be where you thought it was. <laughs> and uh, his dad works on surveying stuff. So, uh, so that's, that's, it is important. But, I mean, for us, it's kind of old history now. We don't really care exactly where it was. or We don't even can't even relate to it because we don't know where those things are. I'm saying, for us, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean much. Although, if you look at a map, that shows you the division of the tribes. That's kind of handy, even though it may not be precise, precise. It does help to kind of know where they were. And there's plenty of times when, like in the judges, you'll see certain tribes mobilizing and you realize, oh, the enemy must have been attacking in the north, or that enemy must have been attacking in the east, or what, because you see which tribes are involved, and then you see, okay, that's where they are. Well, chapter 19. The second lot fell to Simeon. Uh, to the tribes of the son, the tribe of the sons of Simeon, according to their families, and their inheritance was in the midst of the inheritance of 